Hello and welcome to For the Love of Truth. This is episode 235 and is another in the Back to Hell series. Today I am speaking to Robert, who first reached out to me about six weeks ago and wanted to talk to me about Lyme disease and the protocols and procedures he has found that are effective for him. The conversation evolved to talk about toxicity, particularly physical and mental toxicity, including things like heavy metals and things you can do to remove them from your system, and the importance of the purification of both mind and body on your journey back to health. We also touched on his time in jail, spirituality, and his quest for enlightenment. And if you have a story you'd like to share with us about your journey back to health, then I'd like to talk to you about that. The best thing to do is to go to the description of the video or the podcast, click on the link which will take you to the Contact Us form on fortheloveoftruth.co.uk, and you and I can start a dialogue. And you guys are amazing, and I'm looking forward to catching up with you in the next episode. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Robert, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join me. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. I don't really know what it is you want to talk to me about today. So if I hand it over to you and I'll just jump in with any questions I have, if that's all right with you. Sure. Yeah. Um, so all my life, you know, I've just, I've, I've struggled with being healthy and feeling well. And um, about four or five years ago, uh, I found out I had Lyme disease. Um, and, uh, you know, my dad, he, he has it as well. And, you know, he's the one that's been throwing money at all this stuff, trying to figure it out. You know, he's also not felt very well most of his life and um so anyways we're uh you know finally on this path trying to figure out you know how to how to fix ourselves and whatnot and um you know uh just a, a background of kind of what Lyme disease is and the history of it um they're these little they call them spirochetes they're kind of shaped like spirals they're these little drill things and they just they just drill into your cells and they just steal all your energy from your cells they're little bores and uh, I guess, you know, there was kind of a version of that, of it that's been around for a long time, but it wasn't as dangerous. And um, I guess after World War II, uh, you know, the Operation Paperclip stuff, we got a bunch of these uh, these scientists from yeah. from Germany and whatnot. Yep. And they were working on these biological weapons off of uh, New York on uh, Plum Island. And uh they were infecting these ticks with this new version of Lyme disease. And uh, these ticks were getting on a deer that were on the Island, but they didn't know the deer could swim. So the deer, <laughs> yeah, deer swam and uh, Lyme, Connecticut is kind of where it all, you know, broke out. That's, that's where the, you know, oh, Lyme right. came from. Yeah. It's interesting little story. Um so anyways, after that, it just kind of spread like wildfire, you know, and a lot of places where ticks are really prevalent is where it kind of took over. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, my dad, he grew up in a pretty rough household. Uh, Grandpa was a hell's angel and, you know, lived in, in some, uh, some, some shitholes that had a lot of ticks and stuff. And, you know, who knows when he got it all. But, um, you know, we, we found also that a lot of doctors you know they they think that it it can be transferred um you know sexually uh and from mother to child so i mean there's just got to be a huge percentage of the population that that have these little bugs in them that just have no idea you know mm -hmm. but it, they also uh you know they'll they'll stay hidden until your your immune system's compromised and so you know you'll you'll be doing great for a long time you'll get real sick and then all of a sudden they come out and they start doing their thing, you know, mm -hmm. um, nothing like kicking a man when he's down then. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're tricky, tricky little boogers. And, and the Lyme is just, you know, one of the many, uh, I guess they call them co-infections that go along with it. Like, uh, there's, um, Bartonella, which is uh cat scratch fever. Um, you ever heard of that? Uh, Anyways, there's just a bunch of these other little bugs that that that'll come in, you know, at the same time, and they all kind of work together to suppress your immune system and and just basically, you know, they're intercellular parasites. Anyway, so that that's you know one of the main problems we've been dealing with that we found out uh, about and uh, we've been learning about. You know, I guess the average person goes to I think 24 doctors before they get diagnosed with Lyme. They call it the uh, 
basically the imitator like it imitates so many other things that it's it's just often misdiagnosed you know mm-hmm. it's 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 not easy to hit on the hit on the head and you know testing is not great you know you can have bad Lyme disease and take a test and they're just not real active during that cycle period or whatnot and mm-hmm. you don't even get a positive so it's tricky stuff maybe they should use the PCR test on it because everything comes out positive then yeah right no actually uh <laughs> they were using PCR tests for it uh you know before all this coronavirus stuff and and even then you know they're these little bugs have different cycles and whatnot. And so if you don't catch them at the right time, you know, they won't really show up. Yeah. Um, but then to be fair, the PCR shouldn't be used for testing anyways, they're designed <laughs> for that. Yeah. So um, about, let's see, it's been, been about six years ago now. I uh, got into a bit of trouble as a, as a youngster, you know? And so I was in a, a county jail and they, they just built this new county jail. Um, all cinder block walls they had um cell phone blockers in it so there weren't any any like radio signals and stuff in there and uh anyways i uh i was reading a lot into buddhism and 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 really just trying to change mm-hmm. change my karmic output and and really just just being you know just trying to do the best i possibly could and and i i i finally reached this point of bliss where everything was just the best I ever felt, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if, if somebody needed something, I'd give it to them. No hesitation, you know, just a real, just a, a, a really holistic, you know, I, I was reading about the chakras and I was mm-hmm. working through them and, and, uh, you know, I just, I, I managed to get to this point of, you know, basically enlightenment, if you want to call it that, where I, I felt like I just didn't have any questions. I didn't have the answer to, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I got transferred to a, a state jail, which is just like the biggest shithole you ever seen. Um, you know, and there's mold and, and, you know, all kinds of stuff there. And the first thing they do when you get there is give you these big old tetanus shots and all this junk. And before I knew it, you know, I was back to, to feeling like crap again, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's no surprise yeah. when they filled you up with poisons and put you in a toxic environment. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, really being in that, uh, you know, clean new jail was probably one of the best things for me because mold illness and all that really ties into uh, Lyme disease because, you know, it, it also suppresses your immune system. It's got all these toxins, you know, it's, it's a big stressor on the body. And, you know, a lot of people live, live around mold. It's, it's extremely common uh, mm-hmm. with the way we build nowadays. Sorry, I, I just drank my coffee. I'm feeling a little overstimulated trying to <laughs> calm down. Take a big breath. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's really interesting. I, I've, you know, I, I had done a lot of, uh, you know, kind of spiritual work before and, and it gotten pretty far, but uh, it was just when I got to this really clean environment that mm-hmm. I could finally break free of all these chains that were holding me back. Um and I thought it was pretty interesting too, because, you know, there was no Wi-Fi or cell phone signals and I don't know how big of a role that played, but I'm huge. sure it played a role in it. Plays a huge role. People don't yeah. realize because they can't see it. They can't, they don't directly feel it. The body does. Yep. We'll be back after a quick break. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. Yeah. So, you know, I, I went through all that and, you know, I got back out and, uh, just felt like a blank piece of paper, just kind of same old crap. And, you know, it's just after you felt that, that incredible, you know, spiritual bliss, you know, nothing is just like, man, why, why can't I get back to that? Yep. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Anyways. So I, I've been, you know, over the years working, 
towards that or at least trying to um you know big biggest thing i found is you know just never give up you got you gotta just just keep looking for answers and and um there's always stuff out there yeah what they just keep asking questions i found is the best approach because as long as you keep asking questions and you don't quit you'll eventually get your answer yeah yeah definitely yeah recently i had uh have you ever heard of a moldavite it's a it's a certain um yeah anyways i for people uh, listening that don't know about it it's it's this uh they call it i guess an asteroid or something not from this planet that yeah. it's only found uh in the czechoslovakia area um and it, it's there's these green crystals that just have ridiculous energy um yeah there you go i got a little piece about the same size <laughs> uh, anyways it it's probably one of the strongest rocks i've ever held on to it's yeah. got some immense power Anyways, I recently got some of that and and you can kind of just hold on to that stuff and just listen to what it tells you to do and and uh kind of make some breakthroughs. Yep. Have you have you ever uh looked into like tachyon energy stuff? Yep. Um yeah, I have some of those products too. I think it's kind of a similar zero yeah. point energy uh yeah. field. Yeah, no, I I like all that stuff and I have big crystals and all sorts going on. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah that took me a while to get used to that one it's a big piece and it was like whoa okay let's, that'll settle down eventually <laughs> yeah i um yeah I, i'm kind of oversensitive to a lot of that stuff these days like the uh the moldavite i have to keep in a little emf proof bag sometimes because sometimes it's just too much i can't even be in the same room with it, it just, yep. just make my brain go crazy uh, <laughs> but um Recently, I, I tried uh, these acupressure uh, shoe insoles. They're so great. They're just they have little raised bumps uh, that mm-hmm. stimulate different points on your feet, mm-hmm. um, and you just kind of feel like your legs are more alive. I really, really like those. You probably um, have you looked at Jin Sinjitsu as well? Uh, no. What is that? Okay. Well, that acupressure is where you apply pressure, like you were talking about then. But Jin Sinjitsu mm-hmm. is where you apply touch, but it does the same kind of thing. It's an ancient Japanese healing art. I came okay. across it quite recently, and it, it's really interesting because you're using touch, but on the pressure points. And you so get, is it like tapping? It's not tapping. No, it literally is okay. just touch. So you, you're touching different fingertips and different parts of your body, but it, it really does some interesting things. It's called Jin Shinjitsu. I'll send you a link later on. It's worth having a look at. It's very, very easy to do. Interesting. Yeah, I, I've uh, I know quite a few uh, massage therapists and and some people that are into uh, Reiki. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they they talk a lot about these tapping points which is basically the same thing but you just kind of tap on those spots you know to really kind of get energy moving through them yeah so one of one of the biggest helps for me over the years has just been cleansing the body and um one of the ways i go about doing that is through uh msm uh it's a you know sulfur um methyl i can't remember the exact name but uh yeah it really it, it really cleans out your joints and and, and really have you used dmso because that does a similar thing as well yeah yeah it's a very similar compound yeah. um yeah i i found that to be a little bit uh harsher on my body maybe yeah. um but I, i'm sure it's it's you know really but good primary, it's primarily the sulfur which is what a lot of yeah. the old physicians used to use until the pharma industry said no 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 don't use that that works use this instead yeah and so uh that was one of the routes of cleansing and then i would also um i can't can't remember what what it's called but basically you get these uh you get your blender you get some apple cider vinegar uh you get the hottest pepper you can find garlic onion turmeric ginger horseradish and um let's see lemon juice that's gonna make you sweat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah man it's it's great uh you blend it all together it's the most flavorful thing you've ever tasted uh you can put it on your food you know it's the tastiest seasoning there is yeah um and it's also great for you know intestinal parasites and whatnot you know and well technically and, it's not because they'll hate it but it's really good for getting rid of well them. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh and you know i for whatever reason uh you know, these intestinal parasites is something I've dealt with for a long time. You know, yeah. I saw a naturopathic doctor, yeah. uh, when I was younger and he really got me on the path to, 
to you know not eat pork because pork is just full of these little bugs um by the way have you ever looked at um uh turpentine for parasites as well hmm, i i know what it is it's from like pine trees right, that's right yeah the, uh, the, yeah not, not 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 the you're absolutely right that stuff not the new stuff which is from an oil product but the, the original okay. turpentine and dr jennifer daniels is where i came across it but that is amazing for things like candida but also intestinal parasites it drives them out very fast interesting yeah funny how the yeah, trees know because that's where the sulfur products come from as well <laughs> yeah yeah the um candida actually so let me see if i could get this right i i'm obviously not a doctor but let me see if i can remember this uh i believe candida is actually somewhat of a of a protective thing that 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 is this thing your body does um let me think uh uh because it, it ties into the, these other bugs like lyme disease and whatnot and, and, and basically candida is kind of a protective thing even though it's looked at as a bad thing altogether you know there there are some bad strains of candida that don't have any benefit but uh i I've, i'd have to look into it more well i think i think the other problem is it, it can get into an yeah. overgrowth situation in order to keep doing what it's doing and that's mm. when it becomes a problem otherwise you don't want to be rid of yeah, it yeah exactly but you don't want it out of you don't want to create a situation where it has to get out of balance yeah and that's the same thing with um Epstein Barr, do you know much about that? No, I'm aware of it, but not much about it. So, uh, this is a really interesting story. Uh, back in, I guess it was the early 1900s, maybe a little bit before that, uh, mm -hmm. we weren't using any pesticides yet. And uh, we had the bright idea to just start spraying heavy metals on our crops as a pesticide. So, we were spraying arsenic and lead on our crops, you know, uh, right. brilliant. And, uh, <laughs> anyways um this so uh this epstein bar that was already in most of us it was just you know a just a part of our body it wasn't really causing any trouble all of a sudden it got these crazy heavy metals and a lot of these bugs like lime and epstein bar they just thrive on these heavy metals it's mm -hmm. just they they build these little um biofilm things to hide from your cells and and uh they just they just really like these heavy metals and so it it turned this this harmless little thing into uh, a extremely dangerous bug um and you know that was just that was just from us trying to to treat our crops for bugs you know yeah and, and it's it's another one that kind of ties into all this lyme disease stuff it 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 um causes a lot of problems uh yeah. with people yeah well, in fact, I, I guess it, it could also track back to other toxicity and heavy metal toxicity because they seem to go hand in hand from what I've been reading recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a great way to 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 cut your your uh, heavy metal load down is, uh, you know, there's a blue green algae. Uh, if you get the real clean stuff from the uh, Klamath Lake, um, trying to remember, I think it's up in Michigan or something. Um, and then there's also, you know, the just regular chlorella is great yeah. for grabbing heavy metals. There's um, cilantro is another one, isn't cilantro, it? Cilantro, yep, yeah, yeah cilantro is great. Which is coriander. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, borax does as well. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. And these heavy metals, you know, it's one of those things. If you can, if you can eliminate most of your body's heavy metals, you know, it takes a lot of stress off a lot of things, and yeah. some of those bugs really like. So it's going to take away some of their protection. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the the strange things about all this Lyme disease stuff is it can, you know, make you. So that you you got these Th1 receptors and Th2 receptors. Um, they're your your T cells, um, and so basically there's these cells that go after intracellular uh stuff like lyme disease and then there's stuff that goes after extracellular like like mold toxins and bigger stuff floating around mm -hmm. and and a lot of times uh these these things are supposed to be somewhat balanced so you know you're you're looking equally for what's inside your cells to what's outside but these these lyme bugs they'll they'll jack that up and they'll change how you look at things so so it turns your extracellular way up and that's where you know you get a lot of allergies and all that because your body just freaking out from all this stuff outside of your cells but it's not looking into it 
where there's these, you know, these crazy drills just stealing all your energy. Hmm. Okay, that's really interesting. Yeah, and, and so uh, one of the ways you but can... But it's not very, not very interesting to go through, though. <laughs> yeah. One of these ways you can balance it back out is, is taking things like um, quercetin, which is like a... Uh, I think it's related to kind of like vitamin C, uh, just a supplement, a natural thing. Um, and, you know, people that have allergies, they can start taking that and get off of their allergy medicines most of the time. Um, mm. Just, you know, can be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing, you know, as a society, we've just gotten away with is just treating things as sacred and, and, you know, being ritualistic. And to a certain extent, you know, everybody just, they just live in and, and just, you know, doing whatever they want and just not really taking the time to be grateful for things. And, and, you know, I mean, all these plants and whatnot, I, I believe they're somewhat sentient and, you know, there's, they're just on a different time frame than us, you know, uh, yep. like, uh, you know, Native Americans, they would smoke tobacco in a ritualistic fashion and they would, you know, thank the tobacco plant and they would, you know, thank the mother earth and, you know, I don't think they were dying from cancer all over the place like us. And, you know, yeah. I mean, there's. Well, I don't think there's any other chemicals added to the tobacco yeah. plant either, like yeah. the thing we've got. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's living in harmony and balance and recognizing our place as we fit amongst everything else. Um, and that that really is missing with so many people. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, and, and, and just treating these plants as teachers and, and you know, knowing that you know, cannabis has a time and a place for certain people. I mean, it can, it can open some doors, but you know, a lot of people, they might just get stuck on the couch. Like I have been in the past and just not really do anything. It, it was a good teacher for me for probably 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. And just like any teacher, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to learn from the teacher forever. You know, you gotta, you gotta figure your own shit out. Um, well, it was funny with me, you know, cause like one night I was particularly stoned and I thought, I don't want to do this anymore. And I just stopped that night and I've never gone back. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things with all this Lyme disease, uh, the biggest problem I face really is just a, a lack of range of emotion. You know, I, I just feel a general just flatness. You know, I, I don't feel really that bad most of the time, but, you know, there's just really not too many highs, uh, you know, on just, uh, you know, my, my own body or whatever. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, that, that makes it, difficult to 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 you know be happy with a, a sober life um but mm -hmm. uh you know it's one of those things i i reached that you know enlightened state you know just totally sober obviously and with a just real clean you know i know it's it's the best place to be but it, it could be difficult you know for people that just Have don't look into great. fasting oh yeah yeah i i intermittent fast uh yeah quite quite often I'm a pretty slim guy. It's hard for me to do a long fast without passing out and whatnot, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, there's some great, you know, giving your, your gut a break, uh, is always good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I found the longer I fast, the clearer this gets. Yeah. With that MSM and the, um, that other, uh, I call it tonic, um, that I make, yeah. you know, if you, if you, if if you hit that enough, you, your brain will just feel free and you'll just feel lightweight. And just for me anyways, um, I don't think a lot of people realize just how, how cloudy and literally dumbed down your mind gets with all the toxins and all the kind of nonsense and the exposure with, you know, with the EMS, but also with the foods and all the stuff on the television and everything going on, you're operating at such a low state. And if you can just get free yourself from a little bit of that it's amazing i know when i started drinking so much distilled water all of a sudden there was one point where i suddenly thought christ i feel like i did when i was tiny just that amount of clarity and excitement and the imagination came back and my dream switched on really high and became very interesting again and i thought wow i, I didn't realize this just gradual decline had been going on for so long yeah i uh i recently so i i've been looking into um more of uh here's a great tesla quote uh if you want to find the secrets of the universe think in terms of energy frequency and vibration you know yep. that, that's just so deep and uh so i i've been actually uh going to bed and putting on um like uh theta waves uh yep. 
and 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 sometimes some uh i think it's delta waves as well and it's really interesting because i can get it just just so much more dreaming done and just such a deeper sleep with with something like that on in the background um because it's just kind of syncing up with your own brain waves i guess well that's exactly what happens it's it's there's it's um it's vibratory resonance or sympathetic resonance. So if you have like two guitars and you play a string on one guitar, the other matching string on the other guitar will start to vibrate. Same with pianos, same with people. Mm-hmm. We, we, we respond to this vibratory frequency constantly, which is, which is how I think this idea that people think, well, I caught this virus. No, you didn't. You caught the vibratory frequency of the other man or woman that explained to your body how to shed the same sort of toxic load, and this is how you go about it. That's the kind of way I'd think about it. Yeah. But definitely, if you, if you play that frequency to yourself, I, there's a Jonathan Goldman has done some really good work with these solfeggio frequencies, and you can have that playing in the background. It does amazing things to your mind and the way you feel as well. Definitely. And, and you know, there's a lot of, um, in this day, you know, there are just so much misinformation and disinformation out there. And, 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 you know, a lot of these, these people that I used to follow and, and really like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing, you know, they're more, uh, you know, getting paid by the probably not so good people or have some not so good intent, <laughs> you know, as far as musicians and yep. all that. But, you know, that being said, there's always, you know, little, little bits of truth and whatnot in their, in their stuff that you could yeah. still learn from, you know, you can't just totally turn something off because you, you think that they're up to no good. I mean, there, there, there's like, you know, Alex Jones, like, maybe 80 90 percent of what he says is truthful but that 10 percent of of, of uh, misinformation is, is what yeah. you know screws everybody up uh well, I, I i focus on i take what resonates from everybody yeah you know and then the other thing i always say is everyone brings sunshine into my life some by arriving and some by fucking off out of it yeah it like uh so there's this um rap artist here in america called uh kendrick lamar and growing up i really liked a lot of his stuff and but uh, there's this one line from him that that that's really great. It's uh, it was always me versus the world until I found out it's me versus me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I I more recently I've been trying to trying to bring my karmic state back up, and I uh, you know, I if somebody needs something and I I can find a way to to get that to them uh. You know, I've been trying to do that and and it really adds up, you know, that just in, in every aspect of your life, you know, people seem to forget this kind of little stuff, you know, if you do good, it, you, I mean, it really comes back tenfold, you know, there's really yeah. no but reason it's that, not it's that to. vibratory resonance again, you, you are, you are of a certain frequency and you can only experience the same frequency, like tuning a television. You might be on channel one, channel four is still there, but because you're not tuned to that frequency, you're not experiencing it, but it's ready and waiting for you. And I think that's that's what happens. If you tune yourself to the frequency of doing the good things and the right things, more of that has to come back because that's what you're attuned to. Yeah, definitely. So there are some... Which again means it's great because everything starts with you. Sorry for ever talking to you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I was just going to get into some of the, the treatments of Lyme and, and what I found. Mm. Uh, so there are tons of herbal meth- uh, methods uh, of, you know, killing these bugs and, and getting them out. But uh, for me, I, I'm kind of oversensitive to these things. And so, you know, like uh, oil of oregano and things like that, you know, if I, if I start hitting that, you know, I'm going to feel horrible. I mean, it's, it's, it's very strong that one. Yeah. You know, there, there's tons of, tons of things like that, that, that are, are doable for people that can handle it. But as far as my current state, you know, I, I have to take it easy on a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But they have a kind of interesting, this is probably going to maybe scare people off a little bit. It's kind of a similar technology to what the, um, some of these new vaccines are, except for, I believe they're used in a, with good intent other than, uh, anyways, they they call it the uh, SOT. Uh, They can, they can use it to treat Lyme disease in almost all of these little bugs They you basically, you send your blood off to Greece. Uh, they make this special serum just for you off of your blood. They send it back. Uh, it's basically in a coded message and a saline solution. Uh, you go get the IV dripped in. And what it does is it sterilizes these bugs. And so they just can no longer reproduce. So after their life cycles up, they're just gone. Um, 
it stands for uh let's see yeah it's a supportive oligonucleotide therapy sot is definitely easier yeah anyways they've also used it to to cure cancers um it's uh it's a pretty neat thing to look into uh i've you know, it's pretty technical for me to to try to to describe how it works and whatnot. But uh, it, it is an interesting, you know, uh, modern science kind of way to treat things like that. Um, and it's, I think, uh, I think it was like thirty five hundred dollars to treat one of these bugs. So it's not cheap, but it's possible. You know, it's not it's not out of the reach of the average person. And then there are also. Uh, do you know much about ozone uh, treatments mm-hmm. and, you know, IV ozone and things mm-hmm. like that are, are extremely useful. Um, I guess I, I just heard this the other day uh, down in Cuba, they don't have access to a lot of, um, you know, modern uh, medicine and whatnot. And so they just treat everything with ozone, <laughs> you know, it's just a simple, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like the whole uh, CLO2 thing, you know, it's a cheap, cheap thing uh that works so yeah there's a very good book um by ed mccabe called flood your body with oxygen he talks a lot about stuff in there like that yeah and then there's uh you know there's old um wim hof you know and his breathing techniques and and, you know other other things similar to that that you know just oxygenate the body to you know insane extent and and you know these these lime bugs they they don't like oxygen you know all these nope. people walking around wearing masks all day and, 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 you know, you see them driving in their car by themselves wearing a mask, you know, you're, you're, you're not getting the same amount of oxygen. And, nope, and so you're asking for trouble. Yeah. And so, you know, these bugs are starting to be like, Hey, this is, this is a nice little environment. You know, they start coming out yeah. and, and doing their thing. And, you know, there, there's just, uh, which you know. goes back to one of the old spiritual teachings, isn't it? Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so, you know, along with the whole, you know, chakra thing, you know, working, working through those, you know, a lot, for me, you know, I, I had tried, you know, reading some, some good books about it before, and I just could never feel very connected because, uh, you know, when your brain's full of toxins, it's for me, at least it's really hard to, to tap into that spiritual side of things. And I don't think a lot of people talk about that because, you know, there's all these spiritual books and people are like, oh, you just need to be spiritual. You just, you know, you just, you just need to get into it, you know, and there, to me, there was always a physical side of it where it was just, it just wasn't really a viable option. It just wasn't there. I couldn't tune into things. It's just because I, I, well, Robert, I, th- I think they go hand in hand, mate. the, if you can't cleanse your mind and your soul and your heart, if you haven't cleansed your body. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, I, there, there are so many people out there, just spiritual gurus or whatnot that just, they don't talk anything about the body or, or, um, or, you know, it's just, you know, most people that are, you know, atheists or whatnot, it's because they've never felt anything, you know? I mean, that's, that's what I would assume. Uh, it's easy to say there's no God if you've never had any spiritual experiences, you know, mm-hmm. kind of all over the place. Those are the best conversations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I found, uh, it's really great. One of the ways to kind of open up your spirituality is to to find a nice tree and just go over there, put your hand on it and just ask, ask the tree if you want to communicate, you know, just ask yeah. him if, 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 uh, if, if it's open for exchanging energies or whatever, it might, might sound cuckoo to some people, but you'd be surprised. You could really feel some, some, some cool little brain waves and stuff going on when, when you really sit down and, and you try communicating with plants. I, when all this kicked off, all this nonsense, I go back into the old forest and I spent a long time up there talking with the trees and just getting answers and information. And I still go up there once or twice a week to get guidance and information. Yeah, they're just extremely, you know, wise yeah. beings. I mean, like with everything, I'm sure there's some some trees that might not help you, but, you know... <laughs> I've never, I mean, this is going to sound so daft to some people. I've never come across one that didn't, provided you go with pure intent. Well, yeah, I, I, I've, I've uh, tried to communicate with some trees and they've just kind of closed off themselves from me. But other than that, I've never had any 
anything yeah. bad. The big the big redwoods are good if you can find them. Yeah, because it's so big and old. And there's a there's a tree near here which is nearly a thousand years old, and you have some really interesting insights when you just go and talk to it. Yeah, the area I'm in is full of uh, juniper trees, which are um, which are are good. You know, evergreens that that like mm -hmm. being talked to, and the same thing with oaks and. And I don't know if you know anything about uh, the druids or, or the way they lived. Uh, that was something I was getting into a while back, and and they they were really you know just just you know their whole their whole world went around you know plants and trees, and and they they were just kind of energy workers of the earth, and yep. just one of those things that kind of dissolved, and not much of that's around anymore. It'll come back again. Oh it's, yeah, it's, you know it, it has to come back. It was funny, you know. There's a someone I've been doing some work with, lovely woman, and um, one of the things I suggested she did because she was not happy about going outside was to go into the trees near the house and talk to them. And, and I was having a chat with her, and I said, "What did they say?" And this, this was her interpretation of the message. I thought was absolutely perfect. The message was, "Where the fuck have you been?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I thought was perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's great. The the way that the the modern house is built with wood studs and, and, and you know paper drywall you know this this drywall you know the paper on top is already loaded with these mold spores all you got to do is get it wet it's just ready to go and so yeah. a lot of people they just they they just don't put two and two together and, and and don't realize that you know these these spores and toxins they're spitting out are are really affecting us and you know if you have the best immune system and you're just on top of your shit some mold isn't going to do much to you i mean there are some very dangerous molds and and you know it's but the average mold you know it's it doesn't necessarily have bad intent um but it, it is kind of territorial and if there are more than one mold species in 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 the same place they're basically at war they're sending out toxins at each other and you're kind of stuck in the crossfire and <laughs> yeah. And another really interesting thing is they found that if you have Wi-Fi, uh, mold gets pissed off. And so yeah. it's basically putting out at least twice as many toxins as it would if you didn't have Wi-Fi. And, you know, who yeah. doesn't have Wi-Fi, you know? Uh, well, I, I, I have my, – my router is disabled for Wi-Fi. It's all wired up. There are two Wi-Fi hotspots in the house which get turned on when I need them and turned off the rest of the time. And luckily, we have no spill from the neighbors here. Yeah, I, I mean, I but have. You're right. Most most people do. Yeah, my all my stuff is hardwired because I'm a little more aware than the average person. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and and then you know who knows how all these radio signals and 5G and all that are coming into play. You know, I'm sure it's not good. Um, no. Yeah, and you know, luckily I'm far away from any cities that are going to have 5g yeah it's a it's an interesting world we're living in these days uh there's some oh hi. strange scarcity problems right now uh i was just talking to a mechanic he said it doesn't matter what make or model or year he can't find parts for things um yep. you know i'm wondering you know that big ship that got stuck in the canal or whatever i mean supposedly this is mostly from that but you know, I mean, did you see the um the strange route that took before it went into the canal? I, I did. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there. Uh, it's like I I swear we're in a movie, so you know we'll see yeah. how it plays out. Um, you, no, you're absolutely right. I said to Helen, this 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 is theater. It's all pure theater, and it's ridiculous at this point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So for people that don't know much about Reiki, uh, it's a uh, ancient Japanese. Um, kind of healing technique uh it can be done uh through touch or or you know just have your your hands above somebody without touching them and basically you're just tuning into the energy uh you know all these different energy points on the body you're just you're kind of feeling out what's there and and you're looking for things that are off and, and you can kind of uh you know get things going you can kind of get these vortexes uh back on the right way or or it's just it's a totally intuitive thing you just kind of gotta let go kind of try to tune into your spiritual self and and you can do this on yourself you can do this on others uh you can do it long distance you know if you if you have permission from the from the third party um mm -hmm. and it, it's it's a really great healing thing uh that would probably be looked at as woo woo to the average person 
but um you know I, I used to go to these these groups quite regularly um and we would kind of work on each other and just talk about you know spiritual breakthroughs and and whatnot but after you know all this covid lockdowns and you know all this stuff it's been a while since we've gotten back together but um yeah there there's uh there's just so much out there that you know it, it's all it's all up to you you know you're people don't realize that so your gut is probably plays maybe a bigger role than your brain and your how you how you live on your day-to-day and so you know everybody's got you know probably some bacteria down there that's not doing you any good um and when it when it comes down to uh how you live your everyday life and how you react to things you kind of just got to step above everything and, and and really just be yourself you gotta you gotta just take full responsibility for your path and, and really don't let these bugs take the wheel you know uh because there there's just for me anyways i i have trouble uh you know getting things done sometimes i'm a procrastinator you know and i think that's that's not really the true me or or my my soul or whatnot you know that's that's just letting you know whatever take the wheel you know you kind of got to step up and be like, no, I got to do this. You know, it, everything is well. The best is thing to do you. with procrastination is to put it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can wait. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, what is it? The um, the the procrastinators club. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll meet up later. We'll do it tomorrow. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head there with, with self-responsibility and self-reliance. Um, that they're, It's a hugely important thing. If you'll simply do that and find the questions that you want answers to and keep searching and keep addressing it and putting yourself in charge and holding yourself to a higher standard, then the whole, the whole rest of it will start to fall into place. Yeah, definitely. And And the whole like, I haven't really looked into too much feng shui, but just kind of the basics of it, you know, if you keep your house clean and, and, and you know, it really leads to, you know, a clean way you feel and, you know, keep your mm. body clean, you know, your mind stays clean, you know. And, but but also keeping your body clean on the inside, which is yeah. like where a lot of people fall down is that they're constantly polluting themselves and putting more and more toxins in without realizing that will have an effect you know when all this kicked off yeah i do so much more inner work including cleansing myself more and more internally so that i've got a much better environment to work with oh yeah and there are um so so a lot of these toxins they they end up kind of in our gut area and they they just keep getting recycled in our bile so, you know, every time you eat something where you need some bile acids and your body releases some bile, you know, you might not feel that great when you eat fatty foods. Um, and a way uh, a lot of people deal with this um, is they take binders, uh, which are things like activated charcoal and and bentonite clay and things like that. Uh, you can kind of get into this detoxing where you're slowly pulling these out and then your body releases more into your bile and then you pull that out and detox it. It's this whole process you can go through to kind of get some more junk out of your body. Um, and bentonite clay is really great because it um, it's, it's one of the more gentle binders. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, they, they get, they did this study where they gave animals um up to i believe either a quarter of their diet or a third of their diet bentonite clay and they didn't develop any deficiencies from it because that was kind of one of the worries because it does pull some minerals out maybe a little bit um so it, it's really safe you can drink a lot it's of great it. for poison yeah really exactly poison. yeah i mean it just it grabs grabs a lot of bad stuff and gets it out um, well I, I put it in when i have a bath at night i um put uh, usually a bit of bicarb, there's some magnesium chloride flakes, but I also put bentonite clay in. And it's when I started to add the clay to the bathwater, I noticed that the smell of chlorine and the other chemicals goes away almost straight away. So it's doing its work there. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I know. Um... Makes the bath look muddy and it leaves some residue, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Because my, my, my partner walks in and goes, are you having a mud bath? I'm like, yeah, it's not. It's just cloudy <laughs> water. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, that chlorine and fluoride and all that stuff they're putting in the water is, is definitely yeah. not good. No. Yeah, I actually have a, a friend of mine that owns a water filtration business and and he uh he just has this he got this new he left his um 
it's old manufacturer. There are a lot of problems and he moved to a new one. So he's got kind of a new product line, but there's this neat uh, all in one um, RO system that uh, it doesn't have a tank. So it's not sitting in a rubber bladder, you know, and it also remineralizes it. So, you know, you're, you take, you know, you strip down the water to nothing but water and then you add the, the calcium magnesium back into it. It's pretty neat, pretty neat deal. Yeah, I'm not, I've read that you you really want to get all that back with the food rather than adding it back in from what well, I've been reading anyway. Yeah, I don't think it hurts, you know, having a little bit more minerals in your water, but I, I could be wrong. Um, hmm. You know, there there's so many people on either side of, of that conversation. So like I said, I'm not a doctor or scientist. I'm just a guy that's trying to figure out what works for me. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. No, you, I, I'd agree. You, you you find your own way with everything. That's what we all have to do. And like I said to someone the other day, do not look at me to be the guy that leads you anywhere because I'll lead you astray because I'm walking my path and my path is definitely not your path. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, there's one of the, the few people I, I follow that makes content uh, that, that he actually calls out these, um, you know, people on the, on the supposed, um, I don't know what you want to call the community, but the, the, um, I don't know, like the people that are, that are trying to get out real information, the truth, you know, he, mm-hmm. uh, he's, uh, Jordan Sather. He, he's, he's great. If you look him up on bit shoot and stuff, he, he kind of calls out like these Robert David Steele guys and, and stuff like that, that, that are putting out a lot of disinformation, you know, that are, that are, that are, you know, you know, wolves hiding in, in sheep clothes or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, you just got to watch out what you're listening to and, and what you're, what you're taking as fact. You just got to really think about everything. And even if there's somebody out there you really like, uh, you know, it's still, still not a bad idea to, to do some research of your own because there's just so much junk. Yeah. Well, there isn't, and no one, no one's got all the answers and, you know, I reserve the right to change my position as I get more information. And I sometimes have to backtrack, pick ideas up again, drop stuff because I'm figuring this out just like you as I go. Because no one's going to figure it out for me. Yeah, we're only human. I mean, uh, to to admit that you're wrong and and to to change. I mean that that's that's a huge thing to do. I mean, uh, if you look at 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 science, uh, the way modern science is, you know, if if anybody brings <laughs> a theory up that that kind of contradicts what they've been saying, they're they're going to attack it and say there's no way it's possible. You know, yeah. uh, it's kind of a crazy world you live in. Well, like germ theory with an F. I'm not familiar. Well, germ theory, which is where they say that germs cause disease. Oh, and everything, okay, yeah. Which, which is, so I call it germ theory. So F E A R theory. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, oh god, uh, famous uh, American comedian. I I can't remember his name right now, but he's like uh, it's like uh, I I don't wash my hands after I take a shit. You know when I do wash my hands when I get shit on my hands. <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> I, I, I you know I'm I'm building my uh my immune system. You know like I, it is what it is. You know there's no you know yeah. you can't you can't just sanitize the world and and hide from a virus. You know you gotta gotta live your life and and just be yeah. as healthy as you can be. I mean, stop putting toxins in. Stop thinking toxically. Stop eating shit food. Yep. Drink clean water. Clean your heart up. Clean your mind up. You know, behave nicely towards other people, and you're pretty much as far as you need to go with all that. The rest of your body knows how to fix itself if you just look after it. Yeah, and the the scary part is, you know, old uh, Mr. Gates owns so much farmland now in America. Um, it's all part of the plan. Yeah, and you know, there's just even if you do try to eat healthy, I mean, there's, there's still probably all kinds of junk you're getting and, you know, all these radio waves around, you know, you can only do so much, but, uh, but, you know, at least trying instead of, instead of looking at the world, you know, uh, from a nihilistic viewpoint and thinking what yeah. the hell's the point, you know? Well, my, my view is really simple. That fuck with and all these pals don't belong here. So when they're ready, they can fucking go. Yeah, leave us to do what we're going to do because we'll be here long after they fall apart and everyone goes. Hang on a sec, we've been had. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's um, strange times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think they're exciting times. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it's a scary inroad and it's a bumpy one, and it's a bit like the House of Horrors right now. But <laughs> at the same time, 
you get through the back end of this, and I think there's going to be something magnificent coming for some of us to experience, and I'm really looking forward to that. Because if this hadn't happened, there's a lot of people I'm talking to stuff about now that if I tried to talk to them even a year ago about stuff I've been looking at for decades, and they go, you're mad. And now they're coming around and going, maybe you're not so mad after all. And I said, no, I'm still mad, but I've got some ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so one of the books I was reading when I was in jail and I was really working uh, on, uh, you know, just being the best I could be was uh, author is uh, Lodro Rinsler. He has this book called The Buddha Walks Into a Bar. And it it really, uh, really just takes uh, just kind of a, a look at Buddhism from kind of a modern standpoint. It could really help, you know, a lot of people um, that, uh, you know, kind of have trouble reading kind of old texts and, you know, whatnot. It just takes a real kind of, uh, real kind of modern look at things. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, then I also... Uh, was reading uh i believe it's called the wheels of life let me see if i can find it um if you wouldn't mind sending me an email at some point with some of these titles i can include that in the description of the video sure yeah uh this was by uh anodia judith uh she's a phd um really great book and it's one of those things you know i tried reading and and, and working through it before i was kind of all cleansed out and real pure and it was just really difficult and there just wasn't really anything there. You know, it, it's, it's, it's really amazes me um, that these kind of spiritual pathways can be shut down uh, in, uh, you know, by physical things, you know, I just, well, I think it goes back to frequency again. If you're not capable of, of vibrating at that level, you can't appreciate what you're going through. I remember if you look at the mystery schools and all the Egyptian stuff, that some of them you had to fast for 40 days so that you had enough purity of mind and body to even begin to understand what you were being exposed to. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, a lot of these, uh, if you look at these kind of rituals and these kind of these psychedelic things that a lot of these, these tribes do. And, and mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with Ibogaine, but it's really this kind of magical thing that can cure yeah. people of, uh, of, of, of addictions and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, heroin, opioid and stuff, but in one setting with no withdrawal. Yeah, yeah, it's really uh, interesting stuff. I was watching a little documentary about it not too long ago. And uh, this, this tribe in Africa, all they do for, I think, I want to say is three or four days. All they do is eat the Ibogaine plant and go through these different rituals and do these Whoa, different things. That's going to be a trip. Oh, God. And uh, they even had a couple of a small... Uh, I don't know, eight, 10 year old, uh, girls that were sickly and they went through the whole thing too. Um, cause it's just kind of a cure all thing as well. You know, that kind of yeah. cleansing action. Yeah. But it, it addresses the real problem as well, because the real problem isn't just the physical toxicity. It's also mental and emotional toxicity. And those plants address that. Yeah. Well, anyways, Adrian, I, I think that's about everything I wanted to go over. Uh, appreciate you having me on. Well, you know what, I'd, I'd really appreciate you taking the time to come on because I didn't know what we were going to talk about. And I thought, how long can we talk about Lyme disease? But that was just one of what to me was a really magical conversation because it just meandered along and did its thing. And, and you put so, so much really good information in there as well. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'll, I'll email you some, some links of things and whatnot you could put in the title. That'd be great. Thank you very much. Look after yourself, brother. You too. Keep smiling. All right. Bye. Bye.